Today in security from Wired. If you like speed running the newest release or binging every episode the second it drops, then why are you waiting for all your news? Check out IGN's updated games and entertainment news podcast. We're dropping new episodes in your feed all day to keep you up to date the minute there's a new announcement. Find IGN games and entertainment news wherever you listen. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Instead of banning cheaters, Pokemon Go trolls them hard by Brian Barrett. Now that the generalized Pokemon Go craze has subsided, the more captivating effort to catch them all may be game developer Niantric's ongoing battle against cheaters. Its latest evolution? Not banning bad actors, but banishing them to Poke Purgatory. As detailed by Pokemon Go enthusiast subreddit The Sylph Road, a recent Pokemon Go update targets players who use bots to trawl the globe for valuable Pokemon. In case you forgot how Pokemon Go works, it's an artificial reality game that forces players to move around in the actual real physical world to find and capture Pokemon. People who automate that process with a bot suck the fun out of the game. As of last week, many of those lazy bones found popular spawning spots populated not by high-value monsters, but by boring Pidgeys and stuff. In practice, it's like hunting for lions and finding nothing but squirrels. In a broader sense, the escalation speaks to the difficult balance developers like Niantic have to strike between controlling their games and becoming overly draconian. It probably also says something interesting about what really constitutes cheating in the digital age. But honestly, it's mostly just hilarious. Niantic had already taken several steps to stop the scourge of cheating on the game, including a mass ban of accounts last August. The apparent target at the time? Players who used third-party software to send spoofed GPS locations to Pokemon Go servers, giving the appearance of walking around in the real world without actually having to get off the Lazy Boy recliner. That purge appears to have been effective. Popular bot services like Necrobot and MyGoBot have since shut down. So too have popular scanner apps like PokeSensor, which build maps of where to find nearby monsters to make acquisitions even easier. By contrast, this latest ban doesn't boot Pokey culprits altogether, opting instead to drown them in a sea of rattatas. The enforcement appears so far to be sporadic, but has still prompted several bot operators to log off until they figure out a way around the punitive purgatory. 
As bot accounts, which power scanners, are being flagged, some scanners are only able to show common species, writes Silk Road moderator Dronpez in a thread outlining the changes. Others have shut down temporarily, pending a workaround to the anti-botting measures to preserve their accounts from being shadow banned. It's not clear why Niantic has downgraded its response, though the company certainly gets kudos for trolling its misbehaviors. It did, though, confirm the technique in a statement. People who violate the Pokemon Go terms of service, including by using third-party software and other cheats, may have their gameplay affected and may not be able to see all the Pokemon around them, the company writes, declining to specify the techniques it deployed to catch cheaters. Which makes sense. As soon as the bot runners know what triggers the shadow ban, they can adjust their tactics accordingly. As Silph Rhodes Dronpez notes, though, the ratcheted-up security adds another wrinkle to the constant back-and-forth Niantic engages in with Pokemon Go's dedicated ne'er-do-wells. The shadow bans appear to be administered on a rolling basis rather than in one giant swoop, indicating that the process may be automated, and given that Niantic's been hiring machine-learning engineers capable of evolving along with the threats. And though, yes, it's mostly just silly fun that Niantic has started feeding its Pokemon Go gluttons a strict sawdust diet, it's also a reminder that while the game has faded from its initial frenzy, it's still a very big business. The decline in Pokemon Go interest became a punchline last summer as the game's user numbers fell off a very steep cliff. Between August and September of last year, according to analytics company Aptopia, Pokemon Go shed nearly 20 million monthly active users. But the number of people overall playing Pokemon Go doesn't matter nearly as much as the number of hardcore people who spend big money on coins and leveling up. These kind of people have kept Pokemon Go revenue remarkably high over the last several months. According to Aptopia, the game took in over $6 million in April alone. App analytics company App Annie pegs Pokemon Go's first quarter haul at $40 million, and that's after Apple and Google take their cut. It was also good enough for the sixth highest revenue app across Google Play and the iOS App Store. The scourge of bot-based cheaters threatens to upend those economics. Players who don't leave the house, and in fact don't even necessarily play the game, but let a bot do the finding and capturing for them, don't need to make in-game purchases. They can level up without purchasing as many coins. And by artificially inflating their Pokemon stats, they can make it impossible for honest Poke players to compete. Pokemon Go's cheap problems extend beyond bots, there's a whole world of exploitive activity that plagues the game's dedicated fan base and potentially discourages new players. Despite the adage, cheaters sometimes prosper. In the ongoing battle over Pokemon Go, though, they're at least now stuck sorting through the pocket monster equivalent of pennies. Hopefully, that gives the buy the book players a chance before lazy sharks bring Pokemon Go to a full stop. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. 
On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.